I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Rap. Crafty, Yes. And I'm Alistair George <laughs> William Trombley Bayarchiala. Mm-hmm. Alistair, it's yeah. good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, I just dropped a screwdriver onto my keyboard. I what don't do you think, think of when they, the rec- when they when they when a show when the host stops, right, being the host, and then they just replace it with a rotating host? What do you think of that? How do you feel about that? Uh I mean, I think as somebody who doesn't love making decisions, and I'd be like, can't just this be the solution? I don't mind that. <laughs> what about not making a decision? Could that be my choice? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Um, when you put it like that, it sounds good. What are they, they I mean, did that for it. not the 9 o'clock news. No, not uh, have I got news for you in Britain? They did okay. it. They've done it for the Daily Show now. They're going to do it for Tucker Carlson. I mean, really? All yeah, so, the, but really, they're they're just doing it to see what 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 like people love the most, and then they'll decide on that, right? Because it's it's a producer who doesn't want to make a bad decision, or a group of producers who don't want want to make a decision that leads to them yeah. being looked bad yeah. upon. Yeah. Some and could so, say that it's called that. What they've done is not make a decision. Others would say, you know, I think that's a, a negative view of it. You could say they've made every decision. I've mm. made infinity decisions. Actually, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I want this to keep going forever. I think it rates. Mm. It probably rates better because each person's bringing their own audience. Yeah, like who's it going to be? You know, it's like roulette. You're tuning in. Host, that'd like be Russian great. Roulette. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It's a. It's a. It's host roulette. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you know the, the how people like a rotating host. Well, these in this like, the hosts are literally rotating. We've got a hundred hosts. This is they're all this strapped. is rotisserie ho- hosts. <laughs> they're all strapped <laughs> to an enormous wheel, like wheel of fortune. Okay, except ah. instead of spinning up numbers and money and stuff like that, you spin up to find out who's going to be the host. Maybe how about this? Maybe about this. Well, it's a game show, right? Where. It's got, like the hundred, where they got a hundred people, but instead of spinning to see um, who wins or whatever, you spin to find out who the host. Everybody goes on thinking they could be a contestant, but one of them is going to be the host. And instead of winning money, if you if you become the host, you get paid yeah. a host's salary for that episode. Maybe that's all yeah. the prize that's available. <laughs> you just win getting to be the host, and then everybody so- else. Uh, this, then you run the game show. Host of the game <laughs> no, show? No, it's not, Alistair. It's not. And I could I could tell as soon as I started down this very lucrative track of comedy gold that you were going to make some sort of host of the game show accusation at me. But it's not that at all. It's called Rotisserie Host. Rotisserie Host. Do you mm. get to eat the host at the end? Uh, Does yeah, everybody else do. get to eat the host? You do. That's right. He gets paid a host fee, but it goes to his estate because everybody gets to eat it. 
Is there? Is Have there you a written game this down yet, Alistair? Okay, wait. Rotisserie hosts. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hosts. All right. Do you think it's rotisserie hosts or rotisserie host? Rotisserie host. Is there a word Host- for that kind hostisserie. of... Hostisserie. Mm, that's good too. Is there a word for that kind of spinning where everything, like in a, in a solar system, where everything's spinning around the centre, but then everything is also spinning around itself? What's that kind of spinning? Wait, wait, wait. Everything is spinning? Like in the solar system. Everything yeah. is spinning around the sun, but then everything itself that's spinning around the sun is also spinning, right? Like, like, like the solar system as well, right? Yeah, like the earth, like the the earth is spinning. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to um, say. Is it called chaos? It's chaos, man. Uh, no, that, Everything no, is no, man. No. I'm spinning. I'm spinning oh, out. Oh, fucking spinning out high. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, fucking high. Triple J. I'm spinning out, bro. Oh, how come you got me on the podcast? <laughs> I just want to edit it and fix the sound. Else, fuck sound. He's always fucking up the sound. Why? What's going on? Why is all this stuff peaking all the time now? I think um, we've got to get George on the show so everybody can see what an what an accurate impression that is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't even want to. I'm too busy making my album for the last 20 years that I'm never going to release. Um, oh, this is very it's, – it's too inside baseball. It's getting do, a do little – mm, getting a little personal. Do you know whether, whether, whether or not um, they are getting close to releasing an album? Uh, I know that Dave has built in himself a guitar, so All right. maybe that'll help. They, maybe that was what was yeah. holding them up. They didn't, they didn't have a guitar, but he's finished it. And that's very but they've, important. But they've finished so many albums, and then they've gone, oh, we don't want to release it now. Yeah, correct. And then they were like, we're going to take one track from it. Because it takes and them so long to, to finish next- an album that their sound has moved on by the time they finish it. It's like painting the Sydney Harbour Bridge. By the time you get to the last track on the album, yeah. you've got to go back and start again. You know, I think of the same thing as shaving your whole body. Yeah. By the time you finish shaving it, you've got to start <laughs> shaving it again. <laughs> There's Russian roulette. Does every country have its own type of roulette? Okay, let's try a picture. Okay, so Russian roulette <laughs> is when you there's one bullet in there and yes. then you might shoot yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, I feel like about... French roulette, that's just roulette, I suspect. Um, right? Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, what about, and uh, regular, and then American roulette mm. is where there's all the bullets are in there. <laughs> And you're shooting somebody else. And and it's a kid <laughs> shooting you. <laughs> oh fuck. And but you don't and, know and then, you don't know which school and it's a, a psycho, but you don't know which oh. school he's gonna go to. That's American <laughs> oh. roulette. No, you, okay. you just don't know whether he, he's gonna aim accurately at you. That's just oh. you know, so the, he's definitely got bullets in there. What about yeah, or American roulette, um it's it's that but there's so the, the the killer he's got a full barrel, but then there's a good guy with a gun trying to take him down. But the good guy with a gun has only got one bullet, and he doesn't know uh, if it's in the Who chamber the bad or guy not. Is, because <laughs> everybody's got guns. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the guns are fake. Oh, yes. some of them are just children with water pistols. Some of them this are satirical. This is so guns. dark. And. <laughs> Okay, so that's American roulette. All right, now, um, Latvian roulette. 
Cote, yep. Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, uh, Latvian roulette. That's when you've got a, a potato pancake inside <laughs> the chamber of a gun. Um, and, and you're firing uh, it into the mouth, into your mouth, and you yeah, don't know. And you're, but also you're, you're a little lady, a little old lady wearing a scarf around her head. <laughs> yes. And, and you're, no, you're firing you're it into, into the, the mouth, the of, mouth your of your nephew, who's looking like skin and bone. That's right. Mm. Um, it's great because that pretty much works for almost any country that is yeah. in sort of Europe. Yeah. And or, so we, we made a very safe generalization. Mm, it's barely a generalization course, at all. It's, if anything, it's a specificization. Yes. It's not a generalization. We're just saying you all do it. That's not a generalization. <laughs> <laughs> you all do this very. I'm not saying it's a generalization. I'm saying you all do this very specific thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a specification. Specification. It can't be racist. Um, What about Australian roulette, Andy? Mm. Oh, uh, okay. It's a gun. Yeah. And inside is a podcast mic. Yeah, great. (laughs) There's only one, though. And so you shoot it and then you decide whether or not you're going to make a podcast. It's uh, Australian roulette, six sausages. In bread, right? But Inside a gun. Oh, no. You don't it's know which one fell on gun. the ground. <laughs> yeah, all right. I do like the idea of a, sa- a sausage gun. I, d- I also like the idea of a sausage gun, Alistair. And then everybody has a piece of bread that they've got to catch their, their sausage with. It's a really good idea. <laughs> you know, instead of like a, a T-shirt cannon at the football, there should be a sausage cannon. It, sausage cannon. It's the great picturing, thing about it. I'm it's, picturing a little old lady getting hit with a, in the face <laughs> with a sausage. That's making me enjoy it even more. Yeah, it's great. It's, is it cooked by the friction as it comes out of the barrel? Oh, it's, that's that's where it gets its finishing touch. I think it's yeah, got to be right. cooked to a health a health and safety sure, standard before. Sure. So it's it, it there. You got to get that internal temperature. This feels like it could be almost like a Gatling gun kind of a setup. And by the way, how fun is it to be having a sausage idea again? Feels like it's been a long time <laughs> it's between sausages. So good to yeah. No, it has definitely been. All right, I'm just writing sausage gun mm. now. Now, do you think that this is something that will start at the football? I think, uh, yeah, either that or at a, yeah, uh, or a political rally. I mean, we love, I, I, I find uh, the phrase nauseating, but democracy sausage is a big deal here yeah, in Australia. But, I mean, think about this, right? Because they, they cook the sausages at the uh, sausage sizzles outside of uh, outside Polling of a Bunnings. Places. A Bunnings. I was working at a Bunnings, so- Bunnings sausage sizzle for the first time yesterday, Alastair. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that they had sort of chain stores uh in within, you know, a hundred kilometers of where you live. That's right. Is um, there enough population to support it? <laughs> Are you worried about this bunnings all at all times? Is that why you're there supporting it, giving free labor? Well, I should say it's not a sausage. I, I I didn't say a sausages sizzle, just a sausage sizzle. There's just one. Oh, you just cook one. Mm. You just have a little little handheld sausage cooker. Yeah, that's right. And it's just for me and my family. Do you think that they could, you know, because they're banning vaping here, do you think that they could convert a lot of the vaping devices that, you know, create this great heat in order mm. to evaporate these things into personal sausage cookers? I feel like, so we, that you could just I go feel to work. like we've already discussed this, but 
if we have I, it, it's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, because so that you could just go to you can just go to work with a raw sausage in your pocket. Yeah, and then when it's lunchtime, you go, "Oh, I'm ready," like that, and you just pull it out, stick it into your into your vape, or oh yeah, maybe we. I feel you like you know what we're going to call them. We're the, going to call them an EBQ. What's an EBQ? It's an electronic barbecue. EBQ. Uh, like an e-cig, uh, but it's an EBQ. Yeah. And you pop out for a quick EB out the front. And and so, isn't that interesting, the acronym for barbecue, which is the first B is for bar. <laughs> <laughs> the second B is for B. Bar, and then the last Q is for Q. But it's spelled with a C. <laughs> eh? Yeah, Q, it starts with a C. Yeah. <laughs> The, 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 the last Q is for C. <laughs> the last Q is for the letter C. <laughs> and the word Q. Uh, Barba. But uh, what? Uh, st- hang on, wait for it. What do you stand for in a barbecue? What does? What does use? What does? What does you stand for in barbecue? I stand for my turn to get a sausage. No, kill me. I wish I was uh-huh. dead. Well, you were obviously standing for something when you were s- selling, you know. Hey, do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you think you yeah. were you were there? So you were probably raising money for some bullshit, you know, um, like yeah, some my soccer club or something like that. School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you think that you could have just worked like one hour of work at your work and then donated that money, and it would have been much more profitable? Um, no. I mean, I think they made like two grand or something at this barbecue. So, oh, you know, it's not too and bad. And you don't make two grand an hour? Fucking hell, Alistair. We haven't compared pay rates for a little while, you and I, yeah. and uh, I didn't realise. Isn't it crazy yeah, how you. the American uh, Writers Guild is striking for increased pay in America? And, like, the Writers Guild in Australia, I mean, I'm not a member, but I've never heard anything from them ever. About pay. no, because they're, but they're not a guild. They're like they don't have a control over the industry in any in any regard. Yeah, sure. You know, so I mean, they're um, called the they, Writers Guild, aren't they? Yeah, uh, Australian. Yeah, the AWG is that what it is? No. I believe so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're right. They're not a guild, <laughs> but they're, they're not a union. I, yeah, they're not a union. Let's um, see. But yeah, but I just, yeah, I just, like no, no. But the fu- the funny thing was was that they are, um, they are yeah. It is the A double G. Um, they are because uh, I you know one of the people was tweeting about it and they were saying oh no um, if they want they want to pay us a daily rate, mm. this would be terrible for us, right <laughs> now. They want to pay them a standardized daily rate, right? So their worst outcome would be a huge improvement for us yeah. here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and also, I presume it's about you know a rise in that daily rate. I believe that over the last ten years, our daily rate has probably gone down. Alistair, would you say? Yeah. But but no, but so has so has in in, in America. Right. I think part of part of it is so firstly they're they're making deals about this AI. You can't have AI write things and then just get writers to come and just fix it. Yeah, sure. Right. And then the other part is that um 
you know, the streaming companies have started have made money through this new model, which isn't included in their regular contracts. Sure, sure. And so they have diminishing kind of like uh, residuals and things like that. Um, and yep. they're not getting any money from the the streaming stuff. And the streamers are trying to say, oh, well, mm. we don't our our mar- our thing is barely profitable, so you can't. You know, you can't make money and more money if we're not making money. But of course, they're making money. They can pay. Yeah, and their um, executives you know. are making a fucking fortune, and they're giving money exactly. to shareholders and shit. And yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm um, sorry. Uh, the pers- personal sausage cooker is anything? Do you think uh, I yes, should bother? Of course, Alistair. Of course, I I love the idea of you know how like they have those places on the side of the road that can um, buildings they're called, but you can go there and you can get them to retrofit your petrol car to LPG. It's going to be exactly like that, right? You're going to be able to take in your old vape, right? Your old e-cig, yep. take it in there, yep. and there'll be a mechanic with greasy hands, and he'll put the the vape on a hoist. And you know, yeah. hoist it up to about head height, and he'll get under it, and he'll, he'll widen, you know, take out widen the, the hole inside yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bore it out with a with a. Uh, there'll be an <laughs> entire another business because of the death of combu- internal combustion engines that retrofits um, cylinder boring machines. Now yeah. makes them into things for boring out the 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 cylinder of a of an, of an e cigarette to allow it to fit a, sa- a standard sausage. Yeah, I, I mean, there really will nice. be a and, big campaign I mean, to standardise sausage sizes. That'll be the other thing. None yeah, of these fat you know, pork sausages. I mean, you can't you can't get rid of the Cumberland. It's one of the uh, one of the uh, <laughs> pinnacles, <laughs> the pinnacles of sausage making. You know, <laughs> remember um, that time when you got that single enormous sausage at that place we went to in Western Australia? Oh, yeah, that's right. They just gave <laughs> us a, and then they just put it on a plate by itself. And you, we assumed that was because like, you. We ordered a side. You guys, three of you, I think, ordered something that was supposed to have a side of sausage. It didn't come out with the original meal, and then they brought out one enormous sausage, sausage on a plate, placed it on the table, and didn't explain anything. And we assumed that that was just one of the sides. Yeah. And so Alistair yeah. sat there working his way through this giant sausage after he'd eaten his entire meal. Uh, and waiting for um, the other sausages to come out. And then they came out and said, no, that was for everybody. That's how we that do it here. It was a sharing sausage. sausage. It was a banquet was... sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the man at the head of the table was going to carve the sausage with the sausage carving knife. He's going to come out and just... <laughs> <laughs> hands out little little circular... Yeah. Uh, Rondettes. Would you use the word rondette? Uh, uh, of sausage, I I would probably try and restrain myself from using that word. What yeah. are the? It's a bit like a Rolo. It's like a, you know, remember the the, the 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 chocolate, the Rolo. That'd be another oh, yeah. good kind of sausage. A, cos, a sausage that comes pre-sliced, like sliced bread. Why like that, is it, it filled, only filled bread? Why is it only bread that comes pre-sliced when there are so many other things that we have to slice in life? Mm, butter. 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 Cheese. Now, I realise cheese does come pre-sliced, and that is the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> sausage. Uh-huh. I realise a lot of sausages also come pre-sliced, if you're talking salami and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, salami. And yeah. Like that. yeah. But, but. Also, but what about computers? They don't come <laughs> yeah, pre-sliced. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to take them to the, you know, the people who are trying to get the gold out of them, they got to take them apart mm. themselves. Well. Custard. What you about know, custard? 
See, this is me playing to this my... This isn't Andy. <laughs> oh, do they make a custard sa- a sausage? <gasps> That's a really good idea. Think about this. Write that down what quick. Would what would you make the skin out of? Okay, this is... V- now, Andy, let's not rush this. Okay? <laughs> let's get this right. Let's, not, let's get this right and really think about this. <laughs> what would be... Good. I feel like we have a duty. Sometimes you have an you idea know, that's so good, you've got a duty to do it right. You can't just I toss it off. Rice. I find rice paper rolls to be unsatisfying, but I think that if you had a thicker sausage in there, I mm. know not think not a thicker sausage. Although that would be interesting to put a rice paper roll wrapped just around a cooked sausage. <laughs> we call it a Vietnamese sausage. <laughs> A sausage, a Vietnamese Let's, sausage sandwich. Hey, fellas, what what say we have these uh, rice paper rolls Australian style? I think that'd be really satisfying, actually, to make that. And I think yeah. it might be quite good. It'll it you do, you don't have to have the bread. It's probably healthier. You keep your hands clean. Nice squirt of tomato yeah. sauce in there. In, I'm going to make one of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna... Next time I'm we actually make sausages boiling for the, the kettle. <laughs> I've got I've got some rice paper roll papers lying around. That's great. This is really exciting. This is yeah. No, you're gonna you're about to revolutionize cooking. Fusion cuisine. When yeah. you know this is you you hey do you like fusion cuisine? How about this cold fusion cuisine? <laughs> they've they've been as a, they, it's like a Western and an Asian salad. Yeah. <laughs> They've been Is trying to achieve mean? it for years, but scientists yeah. are getting closer. To the fridge. Mm. To the fridge. <laughs> oh, God, I'm writing this down. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true. Most of the fusion cuisines are probably hot. I think that's it. A, fa- a fair thing to say. We're not fusing yeah. together any of the cold cuisines. <laughs> Why, you know, there's a meat pie floater. What about a meat yeah. pie gazpacho? Um, I mean, I like it. I and like and it's, that. the meat pie is also oh. cold. <laughs> yeah, it's a cold meat pie. It's uncooked. I mean, was it it's recent? cooked, obviously, yeah, well, but it's out of the fridge. Was it? Yeah, but it was recently, it was cooked and then it was chilled. Chilled, yeah. Oh, ah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really strange thinking about it. Yeah. No, what about, do you think that there's a, there is a, uh, a difference, like, you know, like a rivalry between hot chefs and cold chefs? Yeah. You know? Do you think, like, there's some, there's some chefs who believe that they only work with the cold, you know, they, and there's some chefs, they say they only work with the heat mm, and they I, both start, they, they both r- refuse to start with anything that isn't a room temperature. I wonder if it's like, you know, cause you never, you don't see a lot of cold chefs. Who would you consider to be a cold chef? Mm, ice cream? See. Uh, sandwich? An ice cream. Yeah. I mean, a sandwich person, I guess, is a cold chef. Mm. Um, you know they. Uh, I mean, they're more see, room sal- salad chef. Maybe, maybe it is just people who s- scoop out ice cream at the ice no, cream. No, there's got to be colder chefs. What about gazpacho makers? Colder than an ice cream? You think gazpacho is colder than an ice cream? You've done. I didn't fuck. say colder than an ice. Cr- I didn't say colder than an ice cream. 
I didn't say. I was why, told- why would you think that's those are frozen chefs? You're thinking of frozen chefs. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a subcategory of cold chefs. Um, people who only work with um, below zero degrees Fahrenheit. Alice, have right? you watched no, Celsius? Have you watched the bear? Have you watched the bear? I have not watched the bear. I think you'd you really like it. I know you don't like things watching is- things that people like, but I think you would really like the show. No, I, I think I would like it too, and I think that I w- it was something that I would like to watch with my beloved. Yeah, I think you and your beloved would absolutely fucking adore this show. It's yeah. really, really good. Get on it. Well, Get I know, but it. is there going to be is there going to be a sort of a, is there a war going on? Like you know, like I know between cold and and hot chefs. <laughs> uh, well, it's a sandwich shop, and there are. He, you know, complicated rivalries within the shop. There is a guy yeah. who um, who makes the desserts, and there yeah. is a, a a momentary conflict with that between guy. that and the hot. Pe- Which, was it a hot yeah. dessert or a cold dessert? I believe it was a cold dessert, and it, that could be considered a flashpoint, like the the killing of the Archduke of Austro-Hungary. Um, yeah, right. Franz Ferdinand in the France. Cold War. Friends, There's been a cold war, but why isn't there? <laughs> Sorry, my I just laughed at the stupidest fusion cuisine that I just comedy f- comedy I did, fusion. I didn't cuisine. actually hear what you said. What I you- said f- Franz Fine. What was what's the real one? Franz oh, Ferdinand. Franz Feinerdernand, <laughs> which is a which is fusing. <laughs> Uh, World War One history with the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Fran Fine. Is that her name? In Fran the- Fine and Franz <laughs> and Franz Ferdinand. Wow. And, wow. Uh, <laughs> I fell down and I can't get up. That's also fusing another thing in there that isn't. <laughs> was that Peter Griffin? That, no, that was Ur- Urkel. Right, okay. Because that laugh that also a, sounded a bit like Peter Griffin. That's right, because I was fusing a fourth thing into it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if they fuse, if any of the fusion cuisines fuse more than one cuisine. But could you picture a Lord of the Rings style battle, mm. right? Epic story yeah. set in a kitchen yeah. where the where the cold chefs mm-hmm. are versing on the on the side on the fridge side of the the cold, the cool room side of the uh, kitchen yep. are versing the hot chefs on the stove yeah, and oven cooking appliance side side, side of yeah. the thing and they I mean, and the battle and the battlefield is on the island uh, table in the middle <laughs> bench uh, on the uh, stainless that's the, steel uh, island bench wait What's that island that there was that huge battle for in the Second World War? Iwo, Iwo Jima. That's the Iwo Jima of... Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a great scene at the end where, by the way, the, co- the hot chefs are definitely going to win, where they Why? raise a, fla- a flag uh, on the... Uh, I know, but think about it. There's a point where the cold chefs yeah. uh, cut off the the gas production to the uh to the stoves that would yeah that's really interesting they yes. can't do anything without the heat whereas the cold chefs their ingredients come cold yeah 
you know, and so that they could probably still get by with by <laughs> serving their stuff room temperature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's about you know, but they're battling for who whose meals are enjoyed the most. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know. Mm, counter-offensive. Can, We're definitely going to make a pun about a counter-offensive in there. Or a there'll, be a, there'll be a pincer movement where somebody's holding a cold cr- crab claw. <laughs> <laughs> in a pair of tongs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and then they come and they pinch they pinch somebody on the arm or on the butt or something like that. I while mean, imagine if to, you could train a, the, a while crab. they're trying to play it up. To, hey? to if you could train a crab to operate a barbecue, then you'd really be somewhere, wouldn't you? They they come with their own tongs. You know, uh, you know this Texas bar- barbecue place. I heard they use uh, free crab labor, crust- crustacean <laughs> labor. <laughs> Apparently, they they taught some crabs to f- to turn the sausages <laughs> and f- and flip and and slice a brisket. <laughs> I've you convinced bust, a couple you of bust in there the the food safety people <laughs> bust in the kitchens it's full of crabs I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> they've got one of those, they've got some of those like shrimp that live down near those, um, those hot oh, yeah, uh, vents. volcano yeah. vents. Yeah, They've got them. They've got them like pulling. They've trained them to like carry, you trays know, briskets and, and yeah, briskets, trays of yeah. food out, out of out of the smoker. Yeah, they just march in there. Yeah, and they uh, get you know they can they can eat like the bullshit that comes off you know like some of the some of the outer stuff on while it's on its way out. The amount of liquid fat that is like this barbecue at Bunnings was absolutely. It was going. It was cranking. It was nonstop. Yeah. I got a. I started to get a sore arm from having to do the repetitive movement of putting a sausage into bread. <laughs> yeah, my neck started of, to seize up. Right. Yeah. But RSI the, and the S was for sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Repeated sausage injury. <laughs> and yeah, just the could, the constant yeah. flow of fat off that barbecue into the little barbecue uh, fat collector thing there it's really it was it was a lot it's really quite intense to see it's like a waterfall but fat you could so do you think at that point you could have potentially been convinced to use some illegal crustacean labor <laughs> yeah i think you i know? would i think i would yeah yeah icl CLR crustacean labor regalia. Ah, uh, sure. It was good, wasn't it, Andy? It was good. I mean, I didn't give you a lot to, of support, Alistair. It's fine. I, did you see? I, I just said that was good. You see that way? And I was supporting myself. <laughs> no, I actually didn't need you. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you anymore. I don't need I you anymore. Don't. 
I used to need you for saying that's good, Al, like that. But then, you know, you don't speak now, so I just fill in the gaps. And sometimes kind of you also you... wouldn't say it as well. <laughs> yes, well, I've internalised the, the times that you have said it, and then I externalise it uh-huh. by saying it. You see? Mm. Do you see, Andy? Answer me. Do you see? That's good, Al. Um, thank you, Andy. That's good, Al. I came up with a. I came up with a theory, Alistair, that I'd like to run by you. You know how um, science is struggling to explain entanglement, right? Yeah. Where two particles, you can get them quantum entangled, where the state that they are in, right? Yeah. Is 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 connected to each other. Okay, and you do, but by uh, and then as long as you don't directly measure, say, the spin state of two electrons that are quantum entangled, you can then separate them by a significant distance. Observe one of them forcing it to collapse into one state. You know, its waveform probability waveform will collapse into one state of either up spin or down spin or whatever, and then yeah. instantaneously the other electron will take the other state. Okay, and they can't explain why this occurs. Yeah. But I think that's proof of the existence of the multiverse, right? Because once you because there are two multiverses, right? There's one where this one's up and the other one's down, there's one where this one's down and the other one's up, right? Those Wait, are two Are you saying there's there's those, a multi multiverse? Sorry, no, sorry, no. Those are two universes. Those are two possible worlds yeah. we could be in. And as soon as you measure one of them, right? You've just decided which you've 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 branched the multiverse you've branched the universe yeah. and then you're in the one as soon as you measure this one you're in the one where this is up or whatever and then the other one's down it's no, there's no information traveling between the two places you're just going into that universe and that's why the other one is in that state because in the yeah. this universe that you've gone into that's the one yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sure there's, there's someone has there. thought of this, but I, I and, um, and I'm sure this is the, you know, one of the one of the explanations. But I was listening to a podcast where they talked about all of that, but without saying explicitly that thing that I just thought of. So now I get to yeah. feel like I came up with. I, it. I did. I did hear a, a or read something recently where they basically yeah, they found a reason for why th- there's no faster than light transfer of data or whatever. Yeah, in that kind of scenario, I guess that's what you're kind of proposing is a reason why how there would not be. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, um, but but is it like also just that? Because like, how do they know that? In, anyway, I, I I can't go into that detail right now because that's going to be too long and too boring to explain. <laughs> but um, but wasn't it something like well, you know, when you measure it, also that had always been the case. Right, like that had, yeah. you know, so that means that it had always been the case that the other one was the opposite, and therefore there is no transfer of data. It's not like <laughs> it's not like it it just discovers it. Yeah, know, yeah. No, but no, it, no, I, but I the think, thing, I think there might be some more complicated part of that, but that's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I, I hope I, there's I more know. to it I, than that. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> I think I think there probably is. I feel like I've made a mistake. Um, no, but it's it's it, it makes sense. It's got an internal logic to it, Alistair, and I appreciate that. 
is there what's the is there something in somebody like who constantly is fucking up but it's it it turns out to be the right decision every time hmm. like somebody who unintentionally makes mistakes hmm. but it always leads to the the best possible outcome like that would be a possible permutation of of a well surely you know, that's that's the fucking up right if you're fucking up you're making mistakes and you're moving up in the world if you're fucking down that's when you're making mistakes mm. and and they're all going wrong yeah I'm oh gonna, you really you really fucked this up i fucked up my way up to the top it's <laughs> called fuck- fucking up <laughs> i fucked i fucked my way to the top i fucked up my way to the top yeah Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, yes, but what would that what would that look like? Let's see. Somebody is making mistakes and they always turn out okay. I mean, look. I mean, like, I think that's you know, just like, a fun thing to write. I think that's just you know. Yeah. What, what happens? They drink arsenic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drink like cider. They, they've, <laughs> they've got two cups next to each other. One has their their water, and the other one has the cyanide. Yeah. They great. drink it. But it ends up fixing something in their body. <laughs> you know? Maybe we started out with too big a fuck up. Well, too- yeah, but you know, maybe it's like, oh, it was. But it turned out that it was a dose that was, you know, not enough to actually properly get them. But mm. it did kill the cancer in their body. Mm. Yeah, the tapeworm in oh. their brain. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is good, um, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to just write down fucking up, but it's fucking up. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mistakes that leave to best outcome. I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. How many ideas have we got written down, Alistair? Andy, oh, uh, and they are all very good ideas. Thank uh, you. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven ideas. What do you think? Should we go to three words from a listener? I think that would be a wise course of action. Now, Andy, today's listener, and I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners, and uh, some of them can donate money to our Patreon, $3 to be exact, uh, in the US currency. Um, And that does uh, allow them to to suggest three words from a listener, usually them. Yes, and, but not always. Uh, but not always. Um, and today's listener is Alex Lloyd. Alex Lloyd. How do, what do you think about that double L um, at the beginning of a Lloyd? Lloyd. I think it's great. I think it's good to have built-in redundancy because some people might miss the first L, and this is really great for them because they'd be going Oid. They yeah. go, "That's a strange name." You know, that's and it really stops people from saying that. Yeah. Um, is it is it that thing where like you know llama in Spanish is like jama because like double L is like a J sound? I don't think so. so. Do you think I it's think actually it's... <laughs> Alex Joyd? I mean, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think it's Welsh, and I think it's just. Oh, but then a... Y Y is also like a J, isn't it? Joyed. So it'd be like George. I'm sorry. I think it's Lloyd, but it could be George. 
<laughs> it could be. No, there's no oi. Oh, yeah, just, George. It's just Alex jo- George. George. <laughs> I'm Alex really George. sorry if we've, been, <laughs> if we've been pronouncing this wrong. It's a Latin name. The whole Alex time. Georged. <laughs> um, so, anyway, hello, Alex. Ha- hello, Alex. Um, and uh, do you want to try to guess what the three words that Alex Jodged has uh, submitted to us, to in the think tank, the podcast. Yeah, the first word is scuttle. Scuttle? Scuttle. Scuffle. No, scuttle. Oh, it's definitely not scuttle. <laughs> it's it's tree. Okay. Tree. The second word is of. Tree of. No, Andy. No, it is not uh, a film. By Terence Malick? I thought it was going to be Tree of Wife. That was what I was going to guess. Tree of Wife. Well, Andy, you are very, very far away. um, Because the second word is worms. Tree worms. (laughs) This is already funny. Tree worms. Um, Let's see. Tree worms. Oh, right. It's like three words, but it's tree worms. So... The third word is going to be glistener. Andy, the third word is glistener. Yes! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) It's congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Alex did mention in this. I'm really happy. did, Did mention in the message that he thought that you will get it. I can't, I'm so happy, and thanks for believing in me, Alex. I couldn't have done this without you. I'd like to thank God, um, the uh, Alex, <laughs> Alex as well. Yeah, yeah, Alex, obviously. Alex is in many ways the God of those words. He is in the in the universe. That in is the those beginning, words. there was the three words. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if the God's words at the start of the universe. They, I guess they were like an improv suggestion, right? And Can he, I get and, yeah. a word from God? That's right. And then he said, let Andy be right. And then we are, it, we have since then, humanity has been basically uh, riffing a scene based on mm-hmm. that suggestion from God. Um, the Big Bang. The Big Bang. The Big the big suggestion from the audience. Um, all right. So, tree worms glistener. Um, oh, I am, you know, obviously at the moment, even though this is not a tree, I'm just picturing a poo with worms in it and oh. that there's a shine There's a shine on that poo. Yeah, wow. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not an idea. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's a little bit like, you know, one of our sort of vajazzly type ideas where you're like, yes, you could treat your <laughs> rectal worms <laughs> Or the wormer, yeah. You could, um, you know, g- cover them with glitter and treat Half yourself them, but, to a yes, shiny, or, glistening worm. Or, yeah, but or you could, or you could get the worms. You could get them like do like you know one of those, um, you know, like one of those artworks that people do with, uh, with like you know, you know, sewing. Yeah, and they a go tapestry? up and down. Yeah, kind of like a tapestry. You know, they do it on like a you know a little circle, and yeah, there's another word for it. But um, 
Oh, cross stitch. Kind of like, like yeah, embroidering. Embroidering. Yeah. But with worms that already, you know, let, let's say you've got all these worms already in your in your anus. <laughs> right? And they they poke their head out or whatever. But why don't you uh, poke their head the out great and thing. poke their head I've back I've already in. got the worms in my anus. <laughs> I've already got them. That's anal, free. Okay. Anal worm embroidering. Good news. The good news is I already have the worms. Well, you've already got them there. It's turning a bad thing into to. a good thing. Yeah, great. And what you do, what you do is by um, sort of da- dabbing bits of, I guess, meat juice or something onto this cloth. You entice yeah. the worms to weave themselves. Through That's right. It. You you because you have a needle that puts in a little bit of the a bit of the meat and stuff like that into the hole. It cross mm. creates the hole mm. that you want the worm to go into. Yeah, but great. then you also want them to get stuck there. Yeah. So there's a bit of glue Unless as it's well. A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and so, and then, but then you could get them to spell out things like worms stay away. Oh, wow. That's interesting. You know, so it could be like, you know, and it, then it you, could be a and way then of you stopping hang, other worms. You could hang that over your butthole like a home sweet home type sign, but it says worms stay away. Oh, I picture this happening into the flesh of the butt. The embroidering is happening awful. in the flesh of the butt. What a yeah. horrible, horrible idea. <laughs> Alistair, you've made this anal worm cross-stitch idea really unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I was I having cross-stitch is like, is like a knitting, but you could knit. It's knit not. with anal Cross-stitch worms. is not knitting. Cross-stitch no? is this, exactly this type of embroidery thing that you're talking about. Oh, but what about anal worm knitting? Could You're you thinking make of crochet. Gloves? You're thinking of crochet. I am thinking of crochet. Or are you thinking of croquet? I'm thinking of croquet. <laughs> or are you thinking of croquettes? <laughs> I'm like... thinking of croque-monsieur. Crocodiles. Oh, I'm thinking of crocodiles. Thinking, are you thinking of uh, Monsieur Tabouli? <laughs> um, le crocodile. Mm. Um... Tabouli, of course, is a French way of saying tabouli. Oh. Uh, uh, let's see. Now, okay, so there's that idea. Obviously, we've got yeah. that. We've got that locked in. Obviously, tree. I mean, because imagine that, like worms, worm-based glistener. gloves. Do you think that they would be warm? Warm worms. Are they like, warm worms? Yeah. Are you are you saying making gloves from worms? Yeah, knitted gloves out of worms. Uh... <laughs> Like you're using the worm as the as the yarn. Yeah, it's a it's, it's so in a, in a way they are a flesh worm. You're 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 probably eventually kind of like curing them to keep them in a state in which they're not rotting or whatever. Mm, I thought they would. I mean, I'd want them to still be wriggling. I think if they're yeah, dead, you, it's horrible. You want? Well, okay. So you think that? I mean, could you knit them in such a way that if they keep following the same path? You yep. get them into some kind of loop. They they it stays intact. Oh, you know, fascinating! It, yeah. So you have um, you know, I, I, I you know I'm picturing I guess long worms. I'm not sure how long the standard. Yeah, I'm picturing long worms worm too. Is, but they but they're nice, long. They're thread like, and the so the threads in your um, gloves that you've made they're constantly squirming and crawling in and out. Right. Yeah. But it's like a standing wave. The glove remains intact. Yeah. 
I think there's, that's, there's I think that's a, a really good idea. Yeah, living, there's going to be a mathematical solution to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, then do, and do you think it would be hot? Do you think it would be warm? Isn't and it interesting that the glove, glove itself is then a, a, an, emergent, an emergent phenomena of the, mm. of the worms, right? Yeah. The, if we were to look at any individual worm, you could never hypothesize the existence of the glove. I don't think no. it would be worm because, uh, warm because uh, I think um, they're cold-blooded creatures, sure. unfortunately. But do you think that, they would, do you think that they, it would insulate, though? I also, I'm not sure if it would insulate because I think they. Uh, oh no, no! Look, I reckon. Yes, I, mean, I reckon would it would insulate. Warmth from your hand, it would maybe. Yeah, yeah. And actually, it would be it would be really good for the worms themselves. It's good for the worms. <laughs> it's good. Uh, you know, I mean, what, where would you store them? You would have to probably store them in something that keeps them alive. Like, do you think you'd store them in just like a jelly or something like that, like a nutritious jelly? No, you store them something? in a glove. You put the gloves inside a glove? No, they're just permanently in a state of being a glove. No, I know, but where do you store the gloves? Do you have to feed the gloves? Oh, I see. To yeah, keep sure. them alive. I see what you're saying. You know, do you put them in like a, a Tupperware container? Maybe you've got to put you them know, back with... up your butt. <laughs> oh, so they, they eat. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could call your butt the glove compartment. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or Maybe you your love them. compartment. Does anyone refer to their private orifices as the love compartment does anybody refer to the glove compartment as the love compartment mm. the love compartment that's the well you could call you could call your butt the glove compartment this is if you have these gloves and then refer to any of your other orifices as the love compartment yeah cool oh sir i think we did it i think we did it <laughs> do you think yeah yeah you, you know knitting? the um we had a photographer come and take some family photos at our house today, and uh, yeah. Carly, men- me. Carly mentioned <laughs> that I have a podcast, and the photographer was saying, well, I'm going to listen to the podcast on the way home. I hope we can get this <laughs> episode up quickly enough that this is the yeah. one she downloads first. Yeah. If that's so, the case, hello, you- Lily. Thank you for taking you such for- lovely God. photos. Yes. Um, and <laughs> She really so was great. You- I'd like to plug yeah. Lily's photography services. I'll try and include a link. In yeah, the uh, right. in the show notes, okay. Um, during comedy festival, the show notes took a bit of a hit. Alistair, <laughs> the quality of show notes. I, I have been planning on going back. And we all them a little we bit. all promise we all make plans like that. I've I've dropped the ball a few times as well on the show notes. You might yeah. not. I don't know if you've noticed, listeners, but there was a change in the uh, allocation of duties about. Yeah. Three months ago, or maybe more, maybe four months ago, um, uh, Alistair became the chief uploader after six years or something, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now we all now always charge. upload on Sunday instead of <laughs> midweek. I mean, part of that is also that we just don't get around to recording, recording the episodes before that. And then when we do, George doesn't look at it until Sunday. I think that's I think a pretty big part of, part of it, Alistair, but I'd still like to blame you if that's all right. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's because I've allowed it. I think you were, you know, you would rule George with an iron fist. <laughs> you know, you would use he that kind of brotherly you, tough Lord, love. He fears me. Yeah, that's right. Because you, you, he knows that you'll go to mum. That's right. You know, because you're the golden boy. I rule him with an iron mum. An iron mum. 
oh, think about this. You know, like yes. you've heard of Man of Steel. What about Mum of Steel? Really good. Yeah. Really good. Anyway, I've run out of ink, so I won't be able to write that down. But <laughs> um, maybe we can save that for the next podcast. All right. Sorry to any mums that were listening. Alistair, take us Have through you... the sketch ideas quickly. Oh, yeah. Quickly. I... All right. We've got, we got rotisserie hosts. That's the show. Great idea. Um, where they just have hosts and they win something. <gasps> well, actually, it reminded me before when we were talking about that, we were talking about the possibility that you eat the host. But could there be, I don't know, does this make sure, like, there feels like there is a game here based on this idea of the, the Black Widow spider, right? You know, like, mm, where it sure. has, you know, the male has sex with it. And then gets eaten. Now, I'm not saying that's exactly what we want, but the idea that somebody wants something that is mutually beneficial to both of them, mm. right? And then afterwards, they have to get away from the thing very quickly because immediately it is their their enemy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there is a game in that, and I don't mm. know quite know what it is yet. Um, mm. But... Yeah, Let's start pondering yeah. the Black Widow game show. Right. Um, maybe it's a reality TV show. <laughs> it's like one of those, like you know, like love, love Island. Yeah, it's really good. You got to hook up with somebody. You got to find love, but then they've got to hunt you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you got to get. <laughs> it turns into a battle royale. Once you, yeah, the the it's it's the first to find. Love, fall in love, and then flee from love. Yeah. Three Fs. The three Fs. You got to get off the island before they they you, hit you with a bow and you, arrow. You got to get off, and then you got to get off. <laughs> get off. Yeah, because that would be fun if they were hunting you with like a bow and arrow, even if it's not necessarily a killer one. Yeah. But like the idea that all the women know how to use, how no all know archery. It's a really great idea. So what it is is we have an island where people have got to fall in love, right, with their true beloved. There's 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 money. They could win a million dollars. But as soon as they have professed that they're in love with somebody, mm. we haven't told them this, but then it turns into a hunting game, right? <laughs> and she has to hunt him <laughs> as he tries to escape the island. <laughs> yeah. He gets he gets a note straight away in his earpiece the yeah. moment that he he expresses his love. Yeah. She has to right. yeah. Uh black Then he has this is a really good idea. <laughs> the Black Widow Live mm. Love Island. Ah, oh, so good. Cuz yeah, the idea that all the men are strategizing to get the women you know, and they don't know that the game shifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, great. Okay, we got that. We got sausage gun. That's mm. for you know, like a t-shirt gun for the football. But of course, we'll then eventually be they'll they'll be like home sausage guns for, you know, because it's just it's just a, a cleaner way of barbecuing, and then, um, you know, you don't have to have all that mess or the smoke in the house. It just Anyway, uh, you got personal sausage cooker, which we think probably already exists as a two in the think tech idea. We got cold fusion cuisine. Mm. Um, we've got hot chefs versus cold chefs. Um, the we've got the Texas barbecue place that uses illegal crustacean labor. <laughs> we've got fucking up. 
mistakes that lead to uh, best outcome. We've got anal worm embroidering and knitting. We've got the living gloves. And oh, we have the, the Black Widow Love Island. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I think that's we've covered everything. That's a real smorgasbord. So yeah. I think we should make some mu- make some music and get out of here. Alistair. All right, let's do that. Bring, 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 bring. Thank you so much for listening to in the think tank. A great thing to do is that, and you did. So congratulations. Congratulations. If you're Spanish, I think Volume Two of Gustavo Irita is now available in Spain. So uh, yeah, and I've if, seen some copies of that, and it's looking good. Great. And if you are German, there are mm-hmm. some uh, episodes of uh, Grantwijk and uh, Irrelevant. Ira- um, <laughs> the Elefantes. Um, so anyway, look out for that. Um, um, and uh, Alistair, you've you know, been you can... on any podcasts recently you want to plug? Uh, I have just recorded an episode, although it's not out yet, but Mixtaping Identities. Uh, Mixtaping wow. Identity, which is a podcast where, uh, and a lot of Melbourne comedians have done it, even though it's a Northern Irish uh, wow. podcast. It's uh, where people pick like 14 songs based off of a song questionnaire. And they tell their these they, they they basically reveal themselves through these songs, um, oh, cool. and that I have just done that. And so, but there's some great episodes on there. You know, Zachary Ruain has done an episode. Wow. Emma Holland has done an episode. Oh yes, Mish Withrop mm. has done an episode. I believe Sammy P has done an episode. Samip. Gosh, those and good you know people. What? Um, this this uh, the host is is related in some historical way to Stu. Uh, oh. One one day, uh, two in the think tank uh, episode guest, Stu Mac, mm. the macaroni prince. <laughs> cool. All They're right, old Alice friends. Here. Yes, I need, Andy? I need to go urgently. W- I have to do something going? very important. Oh, you're going to go and have another family photo without me? <laughs> But this okay. has been fun. Uh, yeah. And we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. My relationship with Andy's becoming abusive. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.